Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. I'm Bruce Fisher, also known as Aloha Bruce. we got a great podcast for you for this August 2nd, 2022. Today I'm going to be talking about being realistic about your Hawaii vacation plans as we get through the big show. This is a different kind of podcast. It's a podcast that is not hosted by a wannabe social media influencer or somebody who knows nothing about booking a Hawaii vacation. We are your hosts. We're the owners of Hawaii Aloha Travel. We're in Hawaii. We're Hawaii's experts. And you can catch us on the web at hawaii-aloha.com. Or you know what? Just give us a call at 1-800-843-8771. We'd love to hear from you. People are very shocked sometimes when I'm answering the phone. Yes, I'll answer the phone. If I'm here and I'm on, I'll answer the phone. Or one of our several Hawaii-based vacation advisors, uh, you know, Hawaii travel advisors are here to help you with your plans. Because it is kind of a rabbit hole. And that's kind of where I'm going today. I'm going down the rabbit hole to talk about unrealistic expectations that I think you may be having about your Hawaii vacation. And some of the information that's out there. So let's get to it here. First, some news. We got some, we have some like airline news. First of all, Hawaiian Airlines just posted a loss for the second quarter, which was surprising to me. Um, They lost about 72 cents a share um, below what the market was expecting as far as their stock goes. But the airline CEO, I forgot what that guy's name is. Uh, What's his name? Peter, Peter Ingram. That's his name. He says that the domestic recovery is very encouraging. He says it's an encouraging recovery, but he's concerned about the international market. He thinks it's coming back, but it's a little bit slower than they they had anticipated. He said that strong demand in our domestic markets has been joined by an encouraging recovery from the international gateways in the second quarter. So he's saying that as we move into summer and the peak travel season, which we're coming up, you know, which is coming up here, Every indication suggests that uh, uh, there's going to be a continuation of these positive trends. And I tend to agree. I know I've been talking about a little bit of softness, and I'm talking about that softness because we haven't seen the Japanese market really bounce back yet. It's been slow in rebounding. So as that comes back, I think we're going to be seeing some very strong bookings right through next year. There's just so much uncertainty. And I know that you've experienced that too. So that's one of my things about that I wanted to just let you know is you just got to go for it when it comes to your Hawaii vacation. And one of the things we offer here is some great plans for protecting your vacation. In our, uh, We have plans that will give you 100% cash back. So if you put out $10,000 for a vacation, you're going to get $10,000 back, minus, of course, the insurance you know, in cash. And then we have what a lot of people do is the credit. Now, the credit is a lot less expensive than it is getting cash. So when you do a if you want cash back insurance, we call it, I guess we call it travel protection, then that's going to cost you probably twice as much as it would be if you want to just accept a credit for everything. Most of the airlines are just issuing credits. They're not even issuing cash back, although they're, they have been a little bit better about it. So a little bit about Hawaiian Airlines, kind of watching that very closely because I think that's kind of a market indicator. They, um, they also mentioned, which I thought was interesting, that, that they're, only, they're at about 87% capacity in their routes, which I thought was interesting. And then also they said that, and I don't know, it seems odd, but they're saying only 35% of their inter-island flights 
uh, are 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 booked. You know, which I I don't know about that number, but that's what it says right here. Black and white. Also from Delta. Now, you know, one of the things that people ask me a lot is they'll, you know, we'll book a, a coach ticket. And then very often will people say, I want to go first class. In fact, I'm going to add that to my list of unrealistic expectations. <laughs> Getting first class air. One of the things that people want is they want to lie flat you know, like in the, in the, in the pods and there's, there's really limited availability. Delta is one of the, one of my favorite, you know, international carriers, you know, we go international and they do have China airlines. They do have like some really great first class options, but finally for the first time, Delta premium select is going to be available for U S bookings and especially for Hawaii. Uh, Delta is going to fly 80,000 more premium seats to Hawaii this winter versus last winter. So this is all going to be happening next year. Additional enhancements to DPS. DPS is the Delta Prime service, which you want to get. And they're going to be running Atlanta. To, we don't have the exact um, schedules yet for these planes, but these are the planes that you want to be looking for. If you're going to be flying first class and you want to lay flat, and that would be um, the Atlanta to Maui is going to operate the 330-300, which is the 3M3, from uh, Atlanta to Kahului. There, uh, th- those flights actually from Atlanta are going to be at 11 a.m. and arrives at 4 p.m., so perfect flights. And then uh, from New York to Honolulu, they're going to be running the 767-400 ER. Uh, that's going to be a 9 a.m., 3 p.m. arrival. Oh, isn't that great? I mean, you leave in the morning, you get here. It's like those are the perfect flights. They're going to be big money, but it's going to be worth it if you've got the money and you can book one of these flights. Also, you know, their premium seats are going to be a little bit better. You know, the Economy Plus type seats are going to be a little bit bigger. These are just bigger places. And the, my favorite plane is going to be the Salt Lake one to Maui. They're going to be used the 330-900neo. So that's another plane that you want. And Salt Lake, um, those are going to be, that's going to be a flight that leaves at 8.40 in the morning and arrives uh, at 5.40 in the morning. I'm sorry, uh, take that back. It's going to leave at, in the morning. (laughs) I don't know what time. It doesn't say here. I just have the departure. So that's another thing I wanted to mention is that Delta Airlines, finally, you're going to be able to get the, if you've got the bucks for those first class seats, you can get the, the pods and the, the beautiful lay down and just zone out and come to Hawaii. Another thing that's happening, this is kind of like airline update today is what I'm doing, is these long lines in the Maui airport. Please be mindful of this. Uh, we're talking sometimes two-hour wait to get through TSA. I don't know what's going on over there. They're, they're, it's just been going on for quite some time now. And yesterday, there was just a big, another big brouhaha, if you will, if that's the right word, of, about what was going on there. And there these long lines and getting through the airport. So, of course, the obvious thing to do is to make sure that you get there early enough. And I suggest flying any, don't fly between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. It seems like before that and after that, the airport lines are better. People seem to want to go or like right in the middle of the day. And you know what? When I plan my middle, uh, my itineraries inter-island, I always try to, I, I try to do it so that you have the most time on the, the more preferred island that you're going to. So it just depends on what your inter-island schedule is. And I've also seen just in general, just so you know, that if you're going from like Hilo to, and even Kauai, 
uh, a lot of the flights, if you're waiting, are going to be the one stop through Honolulu. And sometimes that's, that can be another, you know, like a two hour wait. And, and this just brings up the thing about an unrealistic expectation, which I want to add to this, which is doing too many islands. <laughs> I'm kind of getting into this before I'm even doing it. All right, let's get let's get to it. Let's talk about the, the, the this situation. You know, it, it brings to mind because a lot of folks are seeing and hearing about how the mindset is changing in Hawaii about having respectful visitors. You might be hearing about Malama Hawaii. You might be hearing about over tourism. You might be hearing about oh, it's so busy and that you know that you can't get service. And you, you know, there's truth to all of these things. But I would say that in general, I think we're handling the tourist situation in a very good way. But I think what is happening to, you know, to some degree, and I'm hearing a cons- uh, enough consistency on this that I want to mention it, is that people seem to, they, they want to respect Hawaii and they want to come here and they want to really get into being in the Aina, but then what they want to do, is, Aina is the land, they want to experience everything here, but then when they, when they want to be remote somewhere. They want to be in a house. So my first thing, unrealistic expectation that people have is, is on accommodations. Like people will call me and say, uh, you know, we're a family of four and, you know, we don't want to be where there's big buildings. We don't want high rises. We don't want, uh, we prefer a house. Can you find us a house? Unrealistic expectation. Uh, you possibly can find houses here, but they are very expensive and they are limited. And the reason for that is just various laws regarding vacation rentals here. So if you have the money, yes, you may be able to get a house, but it's an unrealistic vacation for most people to think they're going to come here and get a house or get a bungalow or be on a remote beach or, you know, this kind of thing. And then the other thing I hear is like combining this unrealistic expectation about accommodations with the activities. I want to be in a remote place, but I want to be able to go snorkeling safely with my seven-year-old kid. And I did that once at a hotel. I'm kind of giving you a real life example here. This, this guy wanted a, he, he said, I really loved staying on the big Island because when I stayed at the four seasons, there was a calm place for my, my daughter to, to snorkel. And I'm like, okay, well then go back to the, but I don't want, but he doesn't want to go back to the four seasons. You know, he doesn't want to be that, but he wants to duplicate something that he had once in his whole life in a completely different location, which can't be done. So I'm working with them. We did find some good accommodations that are close. I mean, you can kind of get like in Hana, like right now in Maui, in Hana. It used to be the Travasa. It is now the uh, Hotel Hana. And they are. They're separate buildings. They're kind of like bungalows, and it's very remote. And, you know, you, you gotta, you're pretty much going to disconnect, and you're going to be pretty, pretty quiet there, you know, down in Hana. But these kinds of things are very few and far between. So something like this. So a lot of the stuff around accommodations, you need to be more realistic and you need to be able to understand you can't have it all. You know, each island is different and each of the, the topography is different on each of these islands. So it's going to be a kind of a challenge to try and get exactly what you want. So please toggle back your expectations or just be more realistic with regard to accommodations. Another thing is my friend said this, my friend said that, my friend said this. So, you know, very often I'll get, well, Bruce, what do you think I should do? Well, 
you know, I listen to, you know, what I like to do is I like to really get a feel for what you want to do. And then I'll make a suggestion. And then it always, very often it goes back to, well, my friend said this. Well, your friend experience is not going to be the same thing as what your experience is. So, you know, very often it gets to, to be like a circular conversation with folks. So I just do whatever you want, you know, I just, you know, I'll do whatever you want. Your friend said it. So, <laughs> you know, why are you calling me? You know, you, you do what your friend says, you know, I want to be your friend here. I want you to be able to trust what we're doing and gain your confidence. And we have 20 years of experience in it. So it, 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 if you're going to call for the advice, think about actually taking the advice, you know, because it's helpful. It could be helpful. Now, of course, it's your vacation. So I always try to be mindful of that one. And our, our, all of our agents are trained this way. You know, we want you to have the best vacation possible. So give us your bucket list and let us help you, you know, kind of tweak it and make it great. You know, give you the proper suggestions, you know, for the things that you want to do. So that's another thing. My friend said, Another thing, I have to have a jacuzzi or a private pool. That's ridiculous. I mean, that's, for, for Hawaii, it's just impossible. We only have a handful of places that even have jacuzzi tubs, you know, with the jets. So cross that off your list. Another thing is, I want to bring my poochie, my doggy with me, or my, my animal with me. Oh, my gosh, you can do it. It is such a hassle. If there's any way for you not to bring your, your, your friendly pet don't do it. It's just, it's such a hassle. There's a whole litany of things. If I was just talking to one of my agents, she said, this is the first time, and she's been with us maybe 13, 15 years, that somebody actually went through all of the hoops, because we have like this rabies things here, and you have to have special shots and everything. So forget about bringing the pet if you can, if you can get away with not bringing the pet, if you can actually do it. Another word is smoking room. We don't have smoking hotels. You can't smoke in hotel rooms. I don't know if there's, are there actual places that you can smoke? And I, you know, I understand if you're a smoker, but just you, that's not going to happen. You know, if that's a deal breaker, you can't come to Hawaii. Now, they do have smoking sections in most hotels. Places, you know, like downstairs or where there's open air that you can, you can smoke. So maybe cross that off your list. Another thing was just talking about first class. First class is just so expensive. Typically adds at least a couple of thousand dollars per person to a trip. But if it's a special occasion, I highly recommend doing it. If you can afford to do it, it's great. But finding a good deal on first class or being able to just upgrade at last minute, those days are gone, kids. So you just can't do that anymore. Uh, if you have points, possibly, you know, if you could book your airfare and then use points to upgrade, yes, of course. Um, and then finally, another one is all-inclusive package. You know, all I want an all-inclusive resort, you know, like Mexico or Caribbean. No, you know, I've done tons of shows about that. We do have all-inclusive packages here at Hawaii Aloha Travel, but they are not all-inclusive resorts. So cross that off your list. Um, what else? Um, I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> that's pretty much it. There's probably more. If you can think of something or you have a question about whether or not it's realistic or not, just email me. I do love to hear from you guys. So email me support at hawaii-aloha.com or bruce at hawaii-aloha.com or just get over to our website or just give me a call, our website, hawaii-aloha.com. And of course, don't forget about our private tours. We do custom private tours here with locals that actually live here. So if you're looking to experience Hawaii like a local, adventure with a local, also to connect with people that actually live here, because that's always been our philosophy. We've been doing this 22 years. 
I've been here in, the, in Hawaii for 31 years, and I can tell you that you want, it is really important to experience the culture here, and we're all about that. So we're going to help you get through this, get to the point where you're very confident about booking a Hawaii vacation and making it happen. All right, that's going to do it. That's going to wrap it up for my beautiful wife, Yaling, and all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel. I'll say aloha and mahalo.